The Second Letter to the Christians at Corinth Chapter 1 This letter comes to you from Paul, God's messenger for Christ Jesus by the will of God, and from Brother Timothy, and is addressed to the Church of God in Corinth and all Christians throughout Archaea. May grace and peace come to you from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, that he is our Father and the source of all mercy and comfort. For he gives us comfort in all our trials, so that we in turn may be able to give the same sort of strong sympathy to others in their troubles that we receive from God. Indeed, experience shows that the more we share in Christ's immeasurable suffering, the more we are able to give of his encouragement. This means that if we experience trouble, it is for your comfort and spiritual protection. For if we ourselves have been comforted, we know how to encourage you to endure patiently the same sort of troubles that we ourselves endure. We are quite confident that if you have to suffer troubles as we have done, then, like us, you will find the comfort and encouragement of God. We should like you, our brothers, to know something of the trouble we went through in Asia. At that time, we were completely overwhelmed. The burden was more than we could bear. In fact, we told ourselves that this was the end. Yet we believe now that we had this sense of impending disaster so that we might learn to trust not in ourselves, but in God who can raise the dead. It was God who preserved us from such deadly perils, and it was He who still preserves us. We put our full trust in Him, and He will keep us safe in the future. Here you can cooperate by praying for us, so that the help that is given to us in answer to many prayers will mean that many will thank God for our preservation. Now it is a matter of pride to us, endorsed by our conscience, that our activities in this world, particularly our dealings with you, have been absolutely above board and sincere before God. They have not been marked by any worldly wisdom, but by the grace of God. Our letters to you have no double meaning. They mean just what you understand them to mean when you read them. I hope you will always understand these letters. Just as I believe that you have partially understood me, so you will come to realize that you can be as honestly proud of us as we are of you on the day of the Lord Jesus. Trusting you and believing that you trusted us, our original plan was to pay you a visit first and give you a double treat. We meant to come here to Macedonia after first visiting you and then to visit you again on leaving here. You could thus have helped us on our way towards Judea. Because we had to change this plan, does it mean that we are fickle? Do you think I plan with my tongue in my cheek saying yes and no to suit my own wishes? We solemnly assure you that as certainly as God is faithful, so we have never given you a message meaning yes and no. Jesus Christ, the Son of God, whom Silvanus, Timothy, and I have preached to you, was himself no doubtful quantity. He is the divine yes. Every promise of God finds its affirmative in him, and through him can be said the final Amen to the glory of God. Both you and we owe our position in Christ to this God of positive promise. It is he who has consecrated us to this special work, he who has given us the living guarantee of the Spirit in our hearts. No, I declare before God, and I would stake my life on it, that it was to avoid hurting you that I did not come to Corinth. We are not trying to dominate you in your faith. Your faith is firm enough, but we can work with you to increase your joy.